bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. Grr. It is a reality show. I mean, a lot's... Uh, <laughs> there are 900 shootings. <gasps> a New York police officer shot himself. I mean, allegedly. Right. That's clearly a fucking cover-up. It's the seventh NYPD suicide this year, and it is July. Um, not to be depressive right off the bat, but I feel like the country is in a mental health crisis, <laughs> and everyone, um, including us, by the way, yeah. is trying to go to fairs and festivals like it's business as usual, do podcasts like it's business as usual, and it isn't. Uh, well, now we uh, can't go anywhere. Now we literally can't apparently go anywhere. You can't even go to a garlic fest. First of all, beyond that doesn't even need just, to exist. Let's just take. I'm going to go to a festival for people who want to. A BO. I'm surprised I'm I didn't shoot up B- the thing. I mean, I know it's too soon, <laughs> but I can't fucking deal with garlic. Like to a bo festival. It's just like. I'm going to go to a steak. bad breath festival. Yeah, a bad breath festival. A mm-hmm. bad right. sweat odor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to a festival where when I go into an elevator, the elevator smells like that thing. And no one can escape from it. No, except for the person who's breathing it out and has no idea. Right. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm trying to let everyone know. Whoever's trying to say right now, but it's so good for you. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a bunch of other th- ways you can get those nutrients and vitamins and minerals that you're getting from garlic. I just don't even understand. Like, I think I'm not that dumb. I mean, on the scheme of dumbness and the spectrum of dumbness. Okay. You know, but... Whoever these people were that went to figured out where, when, what time, how to get the guns in. They snuck them in. That's crazy. Gar- how did you even know it was going on? Who were and you the, and then stalking a, a garlic festival? And what about the, at a festival in Brooklyn? At like an old, it was called like Old Timers Festival. I'm like, I'm like, there's another festival no one needs. Old Timers Festival? No one even needs festivals. Mm. But besides that, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like we're all trying to stay in like a state of celebration oh, or constantly go in and out of it mm. rather than just succumbing to the fact that we're fucked. Like we, mm. there's a ton of drama going on. America's very divided and mm. we can't, we need to stop pretending that it isn't. And we need to, I feel like the people who want to go on like it's business. I don't know what the answer is, but what I think is that, those of us that want to go along like it's business as usual are going to have to put down social media, mm-hmm. stop trying to clout chase and humble brag and selfie take at festivals right. and start, unfortunately, helping people. <laughs> I mean, you know, I do think like I think honestly, mm. <laughs> it's I've been thinking about this all day. I'm just like. What is the answer here? Like weird crazies are shooting up people minding their own business. And the problem is people minding their own business. There's so many people that are sad and disenfranchised and ignored and made fun of. And Mm -hmm. more than ever, those people, because of social media, they see that. They see that they're disliked. They see that they don't fit in. They're yelled at. They want to they can't they want to get revenge, whatever it is. And it's like somehow the people who are still like in their right mind Mm -hmm. and are handy capable Uh need to, I guess, start helping people. Do you think that when people start, let's say they started to um, 
like help people that would then turn into at least if you're going to help people and Instagram it, you're helping people. Because you know that would happen too. Well, yeah. God, go ahead and brag about how you're helping people. Right. But you got to really go out and do it. Right. You know, because we've certainly seen like Melania at like fucking children's hospitals and we're like, well, what did yeah. she really do there? <laughs> you know, I mean. She walked. I walked around at Brandy. I said hello to children and then I leave. I do yeah, good. you see, and you see like Scarlett Johansson like on a bed with like a terminally ill. Right. And I'm like, what were you doing there, Scarlett? So at the same time, it's like maybe they are. But it's not even just that. It's with p- kids in hospitals. It's yeah, it's like homeless people, old people. You know, we lived in Japan as we like to <laughs> a point blank brag about. Uh-huh. There's no humble brag here. We're bragging. Mm-hmm. And what was it? Meow, meow. They have like the old the largest portion of their population is now people over 60 oh, mm-hmm. their um population they've got they're in a population like well they're in a population emergency decrease yeah they're in an emergency yeah they don't have no one's having kids their right. their population's getting older they're having to invent robots to deal with <laughs> yeah, elder care right. elder care is their main concern coming up in like the next 15 years mm-hmm. they don't know how they're going to take care of this the portion of the population that cannot work right. they depend on society to take care of them and guess what they'll do Take fucking care of them. Yes. If that happened here, which it never would because we're so fucking thirsty. America is filled with hungry, t- desperate tigers that have to have kids every left and right. Mm-hmm. So we will never be in a decrease. However, if that did happen here, no one would take care of them. No one is. Well, they don't do it now. No. I mean, at least there's cultures where they'll like, that's part of your culture. The mother, the father, whoever lives with the family. They just do because that's what you do. My grandma lived with us. Right, mom? <laughs> right, mom? <laughs> It wasn't easy and it wasn't fun, but we did do it. That's Just what kidding. you're supposed to do. <laughs> no, it was sometimes. No, it wasn't really fun. Well, um, it's like kids. I mean, she told for- on me that I never, on my senior year, she told my mom, she, um, she never brings a book home. <laughs> my mom's like, Just leave her alone. I'm like, Grandma, God, fucking put me on blast. Put me on Front Street. Yeah, well, she was like your sister at that point. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that's what's, that's what's up. Listen, our parents are annoyed with us. They're annoyed. They can't stand us. They Mm-mm. paid for everything. Yeah. They didn't like it. We don't but say they thank did you. It. We don't say thank you. So when they get to a certain age, it's like, yeah, we should do for them. I told my mom we I was going to put her in old folks home and the level of sa- pain and sadness. Of course. And I'm like, really? That's that upsetting to you? I mean, this was 100 years ago. And like, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to be taking care of old Pam. <laughs> yes, you are. Because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I would if I had any uh resources you're, at all. well you're going to take care of them with no resources <laughs> yeah and they're gonna be like julie <laughs> we want to go into an old folks home <laughs> they're gonna this prefer is that. horrifying i know that's what i want to do i wouldn't even <laughs> want someone to be like no even when i go my friends are like stay with me i'm always like i really want to stay in a hotel <laughs> yeah, of course you know and that's what's gonna happen <laughs> with my parents they're gonna be like we want to stay with your sister yeah or we want to go anywhere but where with yeah I want to go. I want to go in an old folks home. Now, the problem is elder abuse. When I talk about taking care of, I mean, we need to go volunteer at these places. Mm -hmm. We need to volunteer at homeless shelters. Mm -hmm. We are going to do it. Hopefully in 2019. (laughs) We're going to go to the Hollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hollywood homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. Like feed the Hollywood homeless or something. I don't even remember. I'm just going to text Walter. I'm going to fucking find out the name. (laughs) And we're going to go down and we're going to feed the homeless. We're going to do, we stand in the line. Mm -hmm. I'm doing mashed potatoes. I already fucking called it. fucking oh shotgun i shotgunned the i'm mashed doing potatoes. i'm doing fruit punch oh that's another good one do they get fruit punch that's not good i don't for know their water diet. i'm doing water okay good we should spike the water you know what we should do as a favor <laughs> to them we should bring a giant thing of vodka yeah cheap vodka mm. and just spike that water on up and be yeah. like have fun you guys like well i'm so thirsty <laughs> i don't know what happened here, but i'm very thirsty and i i can't cut enough of this water punch I need to be hydrated. But yeah, I mean, that's what needs to happen, I think. I don't know how. I mean, I don't have the answers, but I know I feel like America is in a mental health crisis. I think it's sad. And I feel like social media has contributed. Japan has has social media. So obviously it's not just that. But Um, after watching the show, Derek, I definitely wanted to go sit with some elders. Yeah. And hold their hands and stuff, you know, like even if you just volunteer to do that. Even if you just hang out with them know. and let them tell you stories about in my day and all this bullshit. All and like, you know, President Andrews. And it's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but just do it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want I don't want to bother. I don't want to leave my fucking house. Mm-hmm. We restarted 
Julie's moving. We kind of are going to do the GM diet because we we've been eating our feelings (laughs) and that involves fucking Bloomin' Onions at Outback, and I'm not going to go any deeper than that. You have to join the Patreon if you want to hear about us eating Bloomin' Onions at a chain fucking restaurant. (laughs) So we kind of did the GM diet. I didn't even have any fruit in the house, and so I decided, rather than step foot out of my front door, that I would just not eat that day. I was like, you know what? That's... uh, (laughs) I'm going to scrounge around and see if I have any, like, orange tang in here that counts as an orange. (laughs) And, like, I don't want to leave my house, so I don't want to help people. I don't think it's easy, but I just know that this is absurd Mm -hmm. and sad, and I feel sorry for everyone. Yeah, I think everybody feels that way, and that's why we're all on antidepressants now. And And we don't want to look at a motherfucker on Instagram sitting in Tahiti. No. Talking about hashtag Globetrotter. Like, hashtag I Rockstar hope you, Living. Hashtag yeah, Blessed. We don't see it. Hashtag Blessed Life. Hashtag. No. Whatever. Every single time you write hashtag Rockstar Living, another person <laughs> kills themselves. So think yeah. about that. It's like another person goes and shoots up a garlic festival because they're not Rockstar Living. Right. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And fucking get rid of your gut. I don't know. It's all I can't. I'm. This I'd like to contact the shooter and ask them how they got that contraband in well, that festival because dead. I can't even get like a lighter on a plane. Oh, I well, they must have driven up. They must have put they, their no, guns. They, they got into the festival normally with the guns. They just walked in? Yeah, the guns, wherever they hid the guns. Do you know how many times I've tried to get drugs in and alcohol into festivals? We couldn't even go to Bill Maher without <laughs> having to go back with our backpacks. And nothing was even in the backpack. Nothing. Just the size of the backpack. Yeah. Ugh. Well, if you guys, we talked about Bill Maher, and you know what? We got um, a, we got a message on our Patreon from someone who mentioned Bill Maher in the backpack. Oh. So um, if you guys want to join our Patreon and hear about us eating at chain restaurants and um, getting homophobia at Bill Maher, <laughs> go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. So for $1, you get one episode a week. And for $2, you get two episodes a week. So you can decide yep. how much Patreon do you really need in your life? I don't know. Start with one. Yeah. See if it's for you. Yeah, that's it. Then maybe do two. Then you'll be like, oh, I want to do one a week. Then maybe you're going to be like, I want two a week. And you know what? You can have it. You can have it. Because we do two a week. We do two we a week. We do it. Right. No one else does it like that. We do. We two do. full hour episodes. Watch all the bitches start copying. Now, Brandon McKenzie. He likes it, meow meow. He's a Patreon, a boo from our Patreon. Here's what he said. You guys are providing me with the zero fucks vibe I require right now. Super grateful for the duo Patreon pods. Still enjoying the regular DGP too. In fact, I'm at the stage where I'm basically using it for its intended purpose and just getting my US political news there now. <laughs> Finally unfollowed the racist orange fuck and feel so much better for it. That's good. You don't, we don't need to be following Donald Trump. No, anyone like that. Even to get the darkness and have a laugh, we don't, you don't. I've been hearing, uh, seeing and hearing and like vibing a lot of people unfollowing him. Good. Lately. Brandon also suggested that we do, uh, because Julie talks about Star Trek a lot. And he asked if you watched that Seth MacFarlane one. Yes. And you do. Yes. And he, he said we should do like a movie Patreon where we, we like tell everyone to watch a movie and then we review it. And I thought that was such a good idea that we're not going to do it on Patreon brand and we're going to start it here and we want to tell all of you guys to watch. It's this it's a Netflix documentary about Facebook and Cambridge Analytica and how basically that shitbag shady company made Brexit happened and made Donald Trump happened and has essentially ruined the civilized world for their fucking own gain. It's called The Great Hack. The Great Hack, you guys. It's on Netflix. We don't have time this episode to talk about it, but we are going to go off. It is <laughs> disturbing. We could only get through half of it before we needed to take a break. No wonder we ate a fucking blooming onion. Yeah. It was so, God, it's so, it's enrageful. It's, if you, <laughs> I know if that's you, not a real word. If you watched that uh, movie about that fucking idiot called The Inventor, who, that shady bitch who made that blood draw box or whatever on HBO. This is like that only it matters to everyone. Right. It's not just like watching it on the outside being like, yeah, rich people. Fuck you. I'm glad you lost your money. No, you're like, great. Great. This ruined America. Yeah. Every single portion of every click that you do online 
is being uh, monetized by somebody. It's fucked up. Yeah, and not only monetized, it's used against you. In some <clears throat> way. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, then we got a comment. So you guys watched the the Great Hack. The Great Hack. I just don't feel like the name sticks in my mind. I know it sounds like it's about the worst comedian that ever lived. Yeah, exactly. This podcast now. Okay, so go on. Um, the uh, we got another Patreon comment okay. from a cutie named Rowdy. Rowdy Rowdy Piper, which is, which is our son's name. Going to be our son's I name. I love it, Rowdy. Uh, Dear Julian Brandy, as a young dumb gay from the Netherlands, I always listen to the DGP podcast without having to live through the shit show that is Trump and his bundle of douche lackeys. But that never stopped me from being educated and entertained by you guys. So after too long of a time, mostly because I was smoking too much weed and keep forgetting, I finally decided to join the Patreon and just went for the $2 a week. And I was certainly not disappointed. I never related to anyone more than Brandy in a rage about the backpacks while at Bill Maher and her wanting to push the girl on the stairs who was going (laughs) too slow. Ha ha. Distant hugs. Rowdy. Those were really nice messages and <laughs> it was um, so good to get them. And thank you. We wanted to read them because we just appreciate them so much. And we're glad you're still listening to the podcast. Okay, let's get to I Have the Shit Storm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some buck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. So this week, the Eye of the Shit Storm hovered above Capitol Hill and all the shit that blew in, it was Russian shit. Because after two long and drawn out years, Robert Mueller finally fucking testified before Congress about his investigation into the Trump campaign colluding with Russia to win the 2016 presidential election. And even though the British spy Christopher Steele compiled an entire dossier about how the Russian government and the Trump campaign were working together and then risked his fucking life giving it to the CIA... Robert Mueller and his team couldn't find evidence of the collusion. But here is what Mueller told Congress on Wednesday that they did find. Mueller confirmed that Trump accepted Russian quote-unquote help, but couldn't confirm that anyone from the campaign asked for the help. Mm -hmm. He also acknowledged that accepting help from a foreign entity during a campaign is a crime. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's an unpunishable crime because Mueller refused to utter the words impeachment or suggest that as a punishment. If if any of you guys didn't watch it, I mean, you need to understand that he refused to say the word impeachment. And he'd be like, I you you said it before. He would not say the word impeachment. It was like pulling out my nose hairs one by one, (laughs) even watching clips like I couldn't watch the whole thing because he just is not a star. Uh, 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 I was like, is he tired? uh, What now? What word uh, did you? uh, He he was now. I don't know if it was a um, a move or like what his deal was, but he was so slow and it was like he wasn't listening. He would ask. It had to have been a move. Like he knew there were certain things he couldn't say for whatever reason. Blackmail, threats to his life, whatever it is. He stammered around for hours, hours, yeah. and trying to avoid literally saying impeachment, literally saying, con- it's, it's on you. It's on Congress. If you don't like it, impeach him. It, that, it's all that needs to be said when they go, right. well, what is a punishable event? Impeach, impeachment, obviously. Right. So he stammered around for hours and then eventually made it clear, thanks to Adam Schiff, that Trump is not fully exonerated in the report. He admitted that Trump lied most of the time Trump lied is what he said to investigators and that he did. Trump did in fact try and impede the investigation Mm -hmm. um, called instruction of justice. (laughs) That's fine. So he did impede the investigation and then which forced Mueller to admit that impeding the investigation can be construed as obstructing justice, which again is an impeachable offense, but Mueller wouldn't say the word impeachment. Watching that hearing was like, it was wor- it was the worst it was the worst it was absolutely the worst and then the re- every single republican came at him as if he was doing the witch hunt he was he hired all of clinton's people he hired all of obama's people this was an entire the, the name clinton came up more than the word impeachment yeah, did exactly and it was 
r- ridiculous. And then they wanted to say that Christopher Steele's dossier was all lies and that the, he couldn't ever corroborate anything that was in the dossier. All the Republicans said that that Christopher Steele dossier was bullshit. Which was insane because more than half of it was in the Mueller report. And they're like, oh, you need to call whatever they... One guy particularly was like, anyone affiliated with Trump that lies is immediately like subpoenaed or whatever, but Christopher Steele lies and nothing happens. I'm like, Christopher Steele is a British citizen. He isn't even a fucking... He's not a member... He's not a citizen of America. He's not a member of any position in government right who gives a fuck right who gives a fuck and clearly if he lied people should we go into england and be like who's lying <laughs> no that who cares well clearly he didn't think he was lying also if they used everything in that dossier um they were able to figure out a way to figure out that he wasn't lying i'm sure if they thought he was lying they wouldn't have used that information well they're just saying he wasn't ever peanut yeah and punished Right. And it's like, meanwhile, Michael Flynn. Right. All of them. All of those Michaels. Right. Got <laughs> punished. And they're like, but not Christopher Steele. And I'm like, right. Christopher Steele isn't. He's a British spy who wrote a report. He doesn't need to be punished for his report. That's his report that he turned in. Right. If he was given whatever information and the information was. He didn't fucking make that up. He didn't right. sit down and write a fiction novel. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, exactly. he risked his fucking life. The guy's like practically living in hiding for that shit. Right. And it's like. The Republican. I. I uh, uh, so I'm like your mom. So, <laughs> oh, my mom, if you're listening, I want I told Brandy today that I wanted to record every time we talk because it's it's, it's don't getting, say it's, any specifics because she could get arrested okay. like Kathy Griffin. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but I can tell you that it's it's uh, it's it, it just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> I can tell you that. I wish that she was more down to like have a rant and we'd give her like Phyllis's corner and she could just rant on the podcast. I'll ask her. Yeah, she doesn't want to. But we want you to, Phyllis. And I know the 14 listeners would love to hear you rant. They loved hearing your husband. Yeah, exactly. They were living for Leon. Oh, and Phyllis is giving you rage. (laughs) She's now, it's turned into full rage. So. I love it. So despite Mueller's aversion to the word impeachment during his testimony, all his other words painted a damning picture of a corrupt president who welcomed and encouraged an attack on our country capitalized on it and then tried to cover up what he had done. I needed to copy and paste that from an article in the Atlantic because that's exactly lest anyone ever forget ever. We're so desensitized. And I know we hear this all the time. We are so desensitized by the reality show that it's easy to just forget that how corrupt he is, Mm -hmm. how much he lied has lied the entire time and then went ahead and covered it up. Like we're not, it's not just like impeach him because he lied. Impeach him because of Stormy Daniels. Impeach him right. because he was doing business. Th- no, he can't be president. He's not. He's unfit <laughs> for the job. I mean, just period. Like to use that that trite fucking cliche. He just is. It's like when you get fired. When I got fired from my waitress job. I mean, I quit, but it was like I was clearly going to get fired that day. <laughs> I walked out. But it's like you can't do this job anymore, bro. Like you lied on your resume. You, you got it. Right. Now you're yelling at customers. You're not fucking doing your side work. Right. The ketchup shit's dirty. The mustard's dirty. And then the ketchup shit's <laughs> dirty. And then when the manager comes to even asks you, why is you need to clean the ketchup thing? You look at the manager directly in the eye and go, the ketchup thing is clean. Yeah, I did. What do you mean? I'm looking at the ketchup thing. And <laughs> there's ketchup all over it. No, there's not. I like yes, it. Yes, there is. Uh, you what? I'm looking, I'm putting my finger in ketchup right now. Do you see the ketchup on my finger? And then it's like, you're being rude to people when you, no, I'm not. Marissa's covering your, your section. And I'm like, throw my, my (laughs) thing down. And it's like, I'm mad that I'm an asshole. And it's like, he has to go. He has to go. It's, and you know, I don't even know if I think they should impeach him. I just think it's wild that the fact that he's corrupt, even any 50% of America or 40% that's still into him. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, he, the, what the Mueller report showed is that he's corrupt and he's doing nothing but covering up a constant barrage of lies. I don't think that the Democrats and, and, and I, I'm going to blame Mueller here too, isn't coming out and explaining to people who think that, so what if he lied? The Clintons lied. Hillary Clinton lied. They all lie. They all lie. Well, Hillary Clinton was the president, so. Exactly. And also. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? I was. A, she's not president. And fine. Bill Clinton lied, too. And he was impeached. And he probably lied the whole time about And that's whatever. ancient history, bitch. However, A. I hate Bill Clinton, so I don't even care. Right. Well, A, it's ancient <laughs> history. And B, 
They all lie is one thing. What he's lying about and to the extent of it is another thing. Why Also, they shouldn't be lying. They shouldn't have lied about weapons of mass destruction. Bill Clinton shouldn't have lied. He's a piece of fucking shit. I'm not going to excuse any of them from fucking lying. Obama didn't lie, so get the fuck out of my face with that. Let's start nominating and electing people who aren't fucking liars, who aren't covering up everything. Marianne Williamson said, Jesus, he lies. He lacks, he lacks ethics. You understand? He yes, lacks he ethics. Does. We can't have, it's you, I think there's a spectrum we would expect from politicians for sure. And in any business, there's going to be, um, there is going to be lying. There's no way around it. There's going to be yeah. um, withholding information. Yeah. There's going to be, I can't tell the full truth. There's going to be all that. Fine. But covering up in the way that he's doing, because he's getting, he's making money for his own self, for his own family. All the shit that's going on there, that's different. And if Bill and Hillary Clinton did it, so be it. I don't fucking like them, and right. I don't care. Bill Clinton lacked ethics, too, and it's evident. Right. And Hillary Clinton did, too, and guess what? She's not there. Mm-hmm. And so he shouldn't be there either, period. Right. And I'm quite sure if she made it into office, this would be the Republicans doing this about her. Mm-hmm. And when it revealed that Bill Clinton went on Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile jet i'd be like bye girl get the fuck out of my face your husband's a fucking skank so are you and i would be like impeach the bitch i don't care yeah i don't care and when i'm going on these rants i'm seeing my arm flab waving in the wind (laughs) telling me to stop going on these rants so um during his press conference announcing the end of his investigation Mueller pointed out that the Department of Justice believes the Constitution requires a process other than the criminal justice system to formally accuse a sitting president of wrongdoing. Okay, here again, he's (laughs) avoiding the word impeachment, but that's what he means, Mm -hmm. that the Constitution requires a process by which the U.S. House of Representatives indicts the president like they did with Clinton And then the Senate would convict. So now the House indicted Bill Clinton. The Senate overturned it and didn't convict him. Right. Um, That's sort of like he's playing like a game show. He's playing like a wordplay. Yeah. Like what is impeachment? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. That is what he's doing. Yeah. He's saying he's saying I'm I'm not going to prosecute him. But what you could do is. Impeach. I'm not going to say that. (laughs) Right. But that's 10 points. Yeah. That's the game he's been playing the whole time. And yeah, we absolutely blame him for people forgetting that Trump's corrupt for for just not getting out there in a succinct way that anyone could even just reading this. I can't stand confusing. I can't deal with like, this is just my job. I'm going to sit behind my job. Like I couldn't. I know that people love him and think he's this whatever. And he's a Marine and he's the service of our country. But the motherfucker sat there and didn't fucking do anything. And I'm pissed at him. Yeah, because we've been watching Big Brother. Nobody's making big moves. It's annoying. And now Mueller's just falling right in with Nicole. Right. And Cliff and people who are not making the moves. He sees what's going on with the fucking country. He sees what's going on. And he sat there and wouldn't say anything like fuck. Fuck him. Ugh, I'm so mad at him. So he's a Republican. So ever since the Democrats became the majority in the House of Representatives back in November, they've been trying to work within traditional means to like get to the bottom of the shit. Right. Yeah. So committees, judiciary, oversight, fucking ways and means, Mm -hmm. all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. All the committees have called witnesses, Hope Hicks, whoever they've requested evidence only to be stonewalled every single time by Trump and all of his cronies, even Lately, even the latest thing was that Elijah Cummings, he's a representative from Baltimore. He subpoenaed Ivanka and Jared and all their private fucking emails. And then Trump immediately goes on. He's so horrified. He goes on Twitter talking about Baltimore's rat infested right. and all this shit. And meanwhile, by the way, Jared Kushner does own buildings in Baltimore yes. infested with rats. Yes. That and is correct. I just think it's funny that he talks shit about Baltimore and the buildings he's talking about being rat infested are owned by Jared Kushner. Right. <laughs> It's just like beyond. Well, and he also went specifically to uh, a civil rights icon and fucking person who's been love doing Elijah nothing. Cummings. Tell but, him, John. Tell him, John. Yeah, exactly. We love Elijah Cummings. I mean, it was so, it's just like, I mean, you're going to go for Baltimore and for Elijah Cummings, two places that are intertwined with race and race relations and I mean, he knew what he was doing there. Meanwhile, of course, the Kushners own like several buildings that are 
uh, rat infested. It's been reported as being rat infested. Yes, exactly. The Republicans are saying that Trump and the entire administration completely complied with everything in the investigation. They didn't try and... That's, and that's bullshit. Right. So, but there's... in every single one of them in the hearing said that. Well, and they will absolutely stonewall these subpoenas for Ivanka and Jared in their private shit. For sure, he's not going to give that. And by the way, the president's refusal to comply with congressional oversight is alone obstruction of fucking justice. That's against the law. That is an impeachable offense. He does it all the time. You got a subpoena. Oh, you're not going to give it? I, I don't even. It's so now because of that. You actually don't need a majority in the House to start impeachment proceedings. Turns out, sweetie, all you need is the House Judiciary Committee, which Elijah Cummings is on, to start the process of impeachment. So based on Mueller's testimony, and now more than half of the House of Representatives are in favor of impeaching, they are supposedly starting the process. Now, we aren't holding our breath, Mm -hmm. but we will see. We will. We will see. Well, Mueller also said that Trump attempted to make millions of dollars in business deals with Russia all through the campaign and lied and attempted to cover it up the whole time. We've been saying the whole time that Trump has been trying was at the very beginning. He was trying to get his hotel in fucking Moscow the whole time, the whole time. And And that was all in the dossier. So fuck off. He did the whole we have we have played on this podcast that montage of him saying, I have no dealings with Russia. I'm not dealing with Russia. Russia. No, 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 no. We've played it literally a hundred times. It's over three minutes long of the guy from rallies to interviews to phone calls, denying any involvement with Russia. The dossier comes in. He's got four different fucking deals going on with Russia mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. That part of the dossier was true. That's right. Exactly right. So Mueller said, or he quoted from the report, and he said, over the course of my career, I have seen a number of challenges to our democracy. The Russian government's effort to interfere in our election is among the most serious. They are doing it as we sit here, and they expect to do it during the next campaign. It's so, so the next day, while I, we kind of thought the Mueller, the Mueller hearing or whatever you want to call it, Mueller's testimony was just like a turd in the fucking mm-hmm. litter box. Yep. It got stuff going because they're saying they want to impeach and they're going to start um, doing that. And the very next day, a bipartisan Senate report came out and it detailed the Russian interference in our past elections. That includes 2016 and the midterms proving. Now, this has just been people saying they didn't do it. They didn't get the election systems in all 50 states were targeted during the past two elections. Right. And Republicans would say, but they were doing it for Hillary, too. And then their other big like claim to fame is, but did it sway one vote? But did it sway one vote? Just because they put up a Facebook ad doesn't mean it swayed anybody's votes. It didn't change one vote. But they targeted the but the thing is they hacked the voter information. And so while they say they didn't change votes, they didn't change registration, they didn't do when they hacked it's like you go oh, okay so someone hacked into my computer someone did it here uh, right yes. before we started right. someone hacked into my fucking computer so did they go into my bank account and take any money no did they you know go email someone that i wanted to have sex with them no but what they did or send me a bunch of porn fucking you know bullshit no what they did was take my information right from my computer that's what they wanted my information they wanted my passwords they wanted whatever when the russians hacked the, the voter systems in all 50 states, what they got was information. They could see somebody who was a registered Democrat didn't vote down party lines. They maybe voted back and forth. There may be some things they left blank. Right. Now they have an exact list of every wishy-washy motherfucker in this country right. that they're going to target on Facebook. Right. And they're going to go find them in that city with their name and put tons of propaganda yep. in their direction to sway them because they're swayable. What they got was information and that's what they wanted. Yeah, and you could say that they did sway votes. Of I mean, course they did. Like that. We don't want argument. them in our fucking shit. No. It's so dumb. And Mitch McConnell blocked the election security bill. Why? After Mueller testified that, of course, they redid that. They're like, okay, we got, th- after this report came out, they're like, okay, great. We have the report. It's all proven. It's not conjecture. He still blocked it. I don't understand. It's like having the technology to block someone from hacking your computer and obviously not like McAfee or whatever that fucking thing is that never works on, on fucking PCs, uh-huh, yeah. but having the technology to block a hacker and just simply being like, no, 
I'm not going to we're not putting that on the floor and we're not voting for that. But like we really, really are worried about the Russians hacking our democracy. We really don't want them doing that. We feel very strongly about it. So we need to figure out a way for them to not do that. Oh, wait, we have a way. We have a way. It's right here in this bill. Yeah. No, no. he's like he literally said he's like states need to be in charge of that. Mm. Not the federal government. The bill is to make the federal government do an oversight on all the states and then, so this one congressman, Democratic congressman, was like, we can't ask a county election IT employee to fight a war <laughs> against the full capabilities and vast resources of Russia's cyber army. Like, you're literally looking at someone in Wisconsin, an IT guy being like, no, it has to be done. These people weren't even made aware that this right. was even going to happen to them yet. And this includes even Obama. They knew it was going on. But when Obama was president, there was no, again, there was no federal oversight. Mm -hmm. So even though they know, it's like, I guess you go out and like send somebody an email like, yo, bro, they're going to try and hack the shit. This bill is to like set a committee to be in charge of this. And that's what needs to happen. We need federal resources, not state resources. If it's a federal election, state resources shouldn't have to go to protect it. No, the federal resources should only go to protect the unborn. It's, yeah, exactly. Not voting. We exactly. shouldn't deal with voting and the democracy. We should only deal with what's in your... It's appalling. We all need to be aware that it's going to happen for 2020. Try and, you know, obviously no one that needs to know is even listening to this, but try and get to people that you that are in your family that are conservative or whatever try to get your family to get off social media and stop watching fox news i mean even well, if they yeah. just get off social media if they still watch fox news they won't have targeted ads to them right and just be aware of how facebook you're being targeted on facebook really 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 like succinctly they're getting you on facebook they're going with your their sponsored ads and then the like people will start threads and then you get sucked into it and now you're fighting it's like if you're in something where you're getting all impassioned, that's Russia. Is Russia the reason I'm impassioned right now? I think it's Big well, Brother. Well, kind of. Yeah. And it's Big Brother, too. <laughs> they probably started Big Brother to get me in Psycho. <laughs> and if you want to know the final fucking nail in the Trump coffin, meow, meow, the nail in the Trump coffin. Friday is the deadline for the U.S. to pull out of the INF Treaty. Who's heard of the INF Treaty? Anyone? Anyone? No. No one. Okay. <laughs> This is an agreement that was signed for, between the U.S. and Russia back in 1987, uh, 32 years ago, that helped slow the nuclear arms race. Our wonderful and beloved Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, <laughs> announced earlier this year that the U.S. would suspend their involvement, our involvement in the treaty, because according to the administration, Russia has been violating the treaty for years without remorse. So Russia turned back around and was like, OK, you're going to pull out, then we're going to pull out. So everyone now is going to get out of a treaty treaty. What are treaties, ma'am? Yeah. Peace treaties. Yeah. They're like a contract saying, you know what? We're not going to make missiles. You're not going to make missiles. We're just going to be cool. We're not going to do war. It's treaties. Cool. It's an agreement. It's right. an agreement. It, it, the word treaty alone implies peace yes let's have peace let's yes. stop arguing right we're now pulling out of a treaty where they weren't going to make arms and we weren't and now we're going to be right back in an arms race this is when we need to play fallout boy this ain't a scene it's an arms race i fucking love fallout boy and i love that song <laughs> i love it i love that song too it's like the fact that they even wrote that is so genius yeah and now we're back in the arms race. I hope that song blows up for them and they get, at least if nothing else, Fallout Boy gets motherfucking paid on Friday <laughs> when the INF treaty goes down. At least we'll have that. The Trump's whole thing is, you know, they're, they're like putting nuclear heads on missiles and they're not fulfilling their side of the agreement and we're not going to be in a thing where we're the only ones doing it, which you know that America is not fulfilling their, you know, side of the treaty. And no one now, ever stopped. No. Making it. North Korea doesn't either. No. The reason for the treaty is it's the treaty is about fucking attacking each other with yes. the things. Right. That's the treaty. And now this is blatantly giving them permission to go ahead. 
And it's raising the temperature raising on purpose temp- because yeah. Russia wants him to pull out of that treaty. Yep. That's what Russia wants. Yep. Russia wants to go and show off and do testing and show off their fucking shit and then be like, take away the Magnitsky Act, whatever the fuck they want. The fact that... I w- and they're going to sell that to who they want. And then it's like, you know, now well, then would Russia sell a nuclear missile to Iran? Oh, and that's the other thing about the voting, about hacking the voting, is that all the Republicans are saying like, Listen, it's going to happen. It's China. It's Iran. It's Russia. They're 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 always going to try and get involved. I mean, that's what they're going to do. We need to anticipate it. It's like, okay, that's why the (laughs) bill has been made to block hackers. Putin must have given Trump has. There's a deal. Clearly, Trump is being is making some money off of this. Clearly, yeah. I'm going to pull out of a thing that's been around for 32 years with nuclear weapons. Say what you want about Bill fucking Clinton, but he didn't stop that treaty. No, he didn't. He wasn't that fucking, he wasn't that fucking stupid. George Bush didn't stop it. No. It's just, the more, I mean, this, it's Big Brother that's doing this to me. I gotta say. <laughs> I mean, God, we're gonna have to really edit this up because I my rage. So that was a long ass eye of the shitstorm, but now it's time for gay guys and their feelings. <laughs> Looking cute and feeling cute. What you gotta do? Boy, let me tell you, you're gay. It's okay. It's a present from Jesus every day. This segment is called Gay Guys and Their Feelings. And this week, the gay guy with feelings is DGP listener and Patreon subscriber, Ren. Ren is not necessarily gay or a guy, but Ren has feelings, and we wanted the 14 listeners to hear those feelings because many of you are on the same page as Ren. So a few weeks ago when uh, Greggy took us to immigration skier, Ren left us a comment on our Patreon page, and this is what it said. Y'all are doing the Lord's work for calling out Demon from the pits of hell, Mitch McConnell. But I wish you wouldn't stand up for corporate Democrats like Nancy Pelosi while dismissing AOC. The fact is there was zero pushback and we still have zero accountability for what happens to those kids. It wasn't a funding issue when they were forced to sleep with the lights on in cages all night and three-year-olds were being taken care of by seven-year-olds and soap literally cost pennies. In my opinion, you also give her too much credit for gay rights when gay marriage didn't have anything to do with her. And in more than half of states, it's... It's still it's still legal to fire people for being gay. And as far as record goes, you don't get cleaner and more consistent than Bernie. There isn't a politician alive with a better and more progressive record, nor more grassroots anti-corporatist funding. Now, for the record, um, Nancy Pelosi did, in fact, have a lot to do with gay marriage. Um, Nancy Pelosi and Obama were like this. It was Obama who made gay marriage legal. Finally, Nancy Pelosi had a ton to do with that. Every single thing that Obama that was crazy that Obama got passed, whether it was Obamacare from Obamacare to gay marriage had to do with Nancy Pelosi. Also, I just want to say turning the lights off for people to sleep in the um, border camps was a funding issue because when you turn the lights off, that's when drama goes down and it's unsafe for people to be in environments with the lights off, kids or even adults. Now you're going to deal with people in the dark doing stuff to other people in the dark. So it is a funding issue because you've got to have you've got to have guards around. You've got to have eyes on that situation. And for the record, Bernie has taken corporate funding before. So he's not as clean as Ren has been led to believe. That being said, all of that being said, Ren's comment made us think. We don't give Bernie a fair shake. And we have received comments like this before, even from our beloved intern, Arana Rowe, who finally had to quit us because of our disinterest in Bernie. And I say disinterest because it certainly isn't dislike. We like Bernie, but we don't like him enough or give him enough credit for his big fans. Here's what Arana Rowe said in a series of tweets after we first talked about the 2020 Democratic candidates back in March. Pausing this week's Dumb Gay Politics podcast to say that after burning Bernie Sanders repeatedly on how he looks and sounds, etc., I really hope the other that I really hope the other 2020 candidates get the same roasting from Julian Brandy. Every candidate has so many issues this time. Sigh. Of course not. No mention of Kamala Harris putting poor mothers in prison for their kids missing school or her terrible drug policy. I guess Amy Klobuchar got roasted in this. 
No mention of how she has absolutely no plans to help people with health care costs or student loan debt. Never heard this rumor about Cory Booker before. I have heard about how much he loves money from pharmaceutical companies and how he gives bullshit excuses about drugs from Canada not being safe for Americans. I'm confused about the Elizabeth Warren segment. Why are her policy proposals not described as pie in the sky like in the Bernie segment? She's bringing out a new proposal every week and everyone is super ambitious. Personally, I think these big ideas are how you start pushing. So we love Jesse, a.k.a. Aranaro, and we will always love him, even though he stopped listening. And Aranaro isn't the only one who has felt like this. And we will love everyone um, who stops listening. One of our most beloved Patreon subscribers, Cyborg Manifesto, has clapped back at us numerous times about Bernie and even other things that we take too lightly. And like we've said before, we talk politics like we're talking about reality TV, and we forget that people take politics way more personally than reality TV. But the thing is, we don't. And if we're going to keep doing what we do, then we are always going to lose listeners to more thoughtful and serious podcasts. <laughs> and we get that. So we can't stop, won't stop being dumb and gay. But what we can do is acknowledge the people who get annoyed by, by our dumb gay shit. And we will give them a voice. So here is Ren's voice and Ren's feelings. Hi, Julian Brandy. This is Ren from San Francisco. Thank you for the chance to voice my opinion as a gay guy in my feelings. So this whole thing came about from listening to your main podcast the other week. Um, I was just surprised how dismissive you guys were about people like AOC and Bernie over corporate Democrats like Nancy Pelosi, you know, who still refuses to begin any sort of impeachment proceedings. Um, it was just surprising the way you guys touted her record while dismissing Bernie's when he's arguably the most consistent politician we have and certainly the most consistent presidential candidate. He was also for gay rights in the 70s, just like Nancy Pelosi, he was a part of the civil rights movement. He's also 100% grassroots funded. Um, he, like AOC, choose not to accept corporate funding, unlike Nancy Pelosi. Also, I feel like AOC was 100% right on the issue you guys talked about on the podcast because it really wasn't an issue of funding the way, you know, kids... Kids were being forced to sleep in cages with the lights on all night. Um, young girls were claiming that they were being sexually harassed and groped and humiliated by the staff at these facilities. And more importantly, we didn't need these facilities to exist in the first place. There was already a program where 100% of the migrants showed up to their court dates, which Trump, of course, got rid of. And I think that was the conversation that needed to happen instead of just more funding when there are people benefiting financially from these camps to begin with. Also, mainly on the whole AOC versus Pelosi thing that you guys kept talking about on that episode, um, I think it really was Nancy who kept making digs at AOC instead of embracing all the support that she has and what her large following means to the Democratic Party. Um, the first thing she commented about AOC's win was, quote, a glass of water with a D on it could have won AOC's district, end quote. And... Yeah, I think she's just repre AOC's representative of the the direction in which the Democratic Party is moving in. And to dismiss that huge support that she has is just... While basically Nancy's position is, you know, you know, the Democrats keep being just a less bad version of Republicans... Julie says that's the end of the message. I'm not <laughs> quite convinced, but... Um, there might have been more, and maybe um, Ren didn't know that... It stopped recording or yeah, something? Yeah, but that was, the, that was the whole message we got. Okay, Ren, sorry if there was more, and um, if you, 
you know, send us, send us, if, if it cut off, we, you know, um, I thought that was certainly brave. We asked more, you know, more people to send us feelings and, mm-hmm. um, take us to Bernie skew and Ren, you know, Ren, you know, put it all out there. And I thought that that was brave and, and we really, really appreciated it. Yeah. And I thought the points were valid. And, um, I think that, uh, uh, We've always said about AOC, like she makes good points. She has valid points. We certainly look at her and think in, you know, 12 years, she probably will be president. And that should be the direction that the party is going. Personally, right now, in order to get Trump out, that's just not where we are yet. I, much like with gay rights, it's like, you know, you each step is a step in the, in a, in the right direction. But you can't, in my opinion, I feel like, there's a way that people can work together. And AOC is also coming for Nancy Pelosi and came for her from the very beginning when she wanted her out as Speaker of the House. So she was the one who laid down the gauntlet. And we like them both. Yeah. I was the one that was dismissive because according to Greg and everything that we read, the funding needed to get there and it needed to get there fast. It wasn't just that they were in cages or sleeping with the lights on. It's that they were sick. People were sick and these little kids were sick and it was becoming, a, a, it, was a, it was a health hazard. Right. And it was a it was a epidemic and a crisis, a health crisis at the border. And they needed the money and the people that work there needed the money. Even that's what your dad said. So what I was dismissive about was that because we do believe that AOC will be president someday and we're glad that she will. I would say she's going to run for president someday. Yeah, I think that vote of no amongst all the other Democrats voting yes to fund sick children out of the border I think that will come back and haunt her in 20 years when people don't remember the nuance of that argument. Right. And that's what I was saying. And I compared her to Bernie because on many, many, many bills, he voted no. And the only thing you see is everyone voted yes against for the Magnitsky Act. And he's the one sole person or amongst three that voted no. Right. And I was dismissive about AOC and compared her to Bernie and was dismissive about him. And maybe I wasn't clear, but I absolutely... I absolutely stand by what I said and I um, and I stand by liking them mm-hmm. and we want somebody to take us to Bernie skew. I and I've always said too, a I think Bernie is perfect where he is. I like Bernie. I like him. Obviously, so, you know, he's doing good work. He's on the right side of the law. In my personal opinion, he would not make a good president. That, even I, that your is, parents, that's how even I feel. your parents who live in Massachusetts don't want Elizabeth Warren to be president because they don't want to lose her as a senator. Right. So at this point, holding on to senators has become like a coveted prize. Yeah. I mean, it's the almost the most important thing we've got to do. We need to take back the Senate, get a majority in the Senate more than we need the president. I mean, we need both. But like we need the Senate. Feel but that. we do. Listen, the debates are on. This week, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, then there come the debates are on tonight and tomorrow, Tuesday the 30th and Wednesday the 31st. So we are going to talk about the debates next week. Yes. We didn't talk about the last set of debates because it just so happened to be the week before the 4th of July. That's our one week off a year. <laughs> we do this a bit. Day nine, nine, nine. Yeah. And um, we are going to talk about the debates. And Bernie and Elizabeth are on the first night. And we can see what the deal is. Now, we won't get to go to Bernie's skew before we see the mm-hmm. debates, but we are... Getting our Bernie skew and our teacher in order. <laughs> and you know what? Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders are good friends. And if she likes him, then we should too. And yeah. I'm quite sure they say share the same ideals on many things. And Elizabeth Warren doesn't take corporate funding. No. And um, either. We don't really compare Bernie Sanders to Nancy Pelosi because Nancy Pelosi is the Speaker of the House. She's in third in line for the presidency. Mm-hmm. And she's not running for president. So we don't. And she's not a senator. So we don't compare those two. So even though... Ren and probably a lot of other people consider her a corporate Democrat. We don't because she what she does is raise money for the Democratic Party. If the Democratic Party doesn't have money, then their candidates can't win in every city and state and whatever. They can't get the representatives and they can't get the senators. The Democratic Party has to have money, especially when presidential candidates are refusing to take corporate money. And I get that. Listen, at this point, I'm thinking every dollar of corporate money is all pedophiles because they're all (laughs) hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein and I don't want that dirty money anywhere near Elizabeth Warren or anyone else. But you know what? They can throw it right at Nancy Pelosi. Right. And they can throw it right at the Democratic Party and get so that we can get people elected and take the Senate back over. That is a very good point. Now it's time for So There's That. (laughs) 
right, so now it's time for the part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a positive ray of light shining amongst all the grossness that's happening on the political landscape. She hates doing it, but she's moving and making big changes in her life, so maybe those things have helped her to see (laughs) things a little rosier. Let's see. Now tell us, Uh, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that moment for this week? Turning Point USA. Have you ever heard of it? No. Turning Point USA is a 501c3 nonprofit organization founded in 2012 by a young man named Charlie Kirk. The organization's mission is to identify, educate, educate, (laughs) educate, train, and organize students to promote the principles of freedom, Mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm, (laughs) free markets, and limited government, a.k.a. Jesus, what shouldn't don't have abortions yeah gay people are gross women should stay at home and cook for their husbands government shouldn't tell uh religious cake bakers that they should discriminate yes um be white right um be a man right and if you're a woman you know be there for your man i love how they're always called like freedom yeah turning turning point i'm looking at a picture right now of a bunch of white girls holding up signs that say socialism sucks and standing behind a fun sign that says conserve we're conservative and proud Ugh! what are they all like and they're big texas hair and big big old white teeth that they had braces on so it's a lot of white it's college campus shenanigans (laughs) it's i mean look at this picture it's white as far as the eye can see you can't it's white 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 so Turning Point USA is just the burgeoning, conservative, fucking festering toilet bowl. <laughs> Colleges um, are just basically like like cesspools of brainwashing on either side. Yes. At this point. And, and, it's just like, oh, right. these poor kids, man. So I'm so glad all I cared about was like myself. Oh, my God. All <laughs> I cared about was like improv. And like, yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't and like, dealing with jumping any, off laws. Yeah, I wasn't like dealing whatever. with fucking issues. And no. I was just. Listen, bitch, like, how am I going to pay this this rent? Oh, my God. How am I going to get this fucking guy to notice me? Like, (laughs) I wrote this incredible thing about an asshole that went to literal asshole that goes to a party. Andy, if you're listening, (laughs) you're not. I love you. (laughs) But we love asshole that goes to the party. I mean, psychedelic anus forever, forever. That motherfucker was fearless. Well, um, Andy Hanna. So Trump went to... Um, a Turning Point USA Summit this weekend. Of course. And he gave a, an hour speech, okay? So here's basically, and this is just going to be, a, this is just was something that made me feel so delighted. Okay. He, they have him on a stage, on the stage with a podium. On the podium is the, the, that, the presidential seal, you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's the thing they stand in yeah. front of all the time. And behind him is... Um, projected a huge presidential seal. I thought you were going to say prejudice. I love that they could afford to get this motherfucker over there. Like, wow. So I'm sure he was like, we're going to get all these votes. Well, what had happened was um, somehow, bless you, someone, and they don't know how they did it, made a mock up of a, they they faked a presidential a seal. <laughs> yeah. So what you think when you're looking at the big presidential seal behind him is the regular thing, and it says you know the United States of America, blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Well, they made a different one based on a Russian seal. So the everything about it is different. The eagle is different. It's holding. It doesn't look that different. Exactly. It doesn't look that different, and nobody noticed until it was too late, and that motherfucker gave his whole speech standing in front of it. So it's, did they mean to do it or did they accidentally just Google the rush, the, the presidential they're seal? They're not saying they won't say, but however, so the, the Eagle that he's standing in front of has two heads rather than one, which is a reference to Russia's coat of arms. Um, in the real presidential seal, the Eagle holds 13 arrows in its left talent in Talon, which signifies the first 13 States. But in the fake one, it's holding 13 golf clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so who is going to Google image the presidential seal? So that I mean, the, that's like something you'd do if exact, I were being honest. Uh, and yeah. you wouldn't even do it. it is. You'd be pat yourself on the back like, hi, oh, I put the seal with the 40, <laughs> but the golf clubs. But you would have just been like done by accident. You know what I mean? You've been like, damn, 
that was serendipitous. Yeah, I'm sure because I just Google I image that shit. I didn't care that it was from Putin.org. I wouldn't have even noticed there was an eagle. I would have been like, "There's a lizard." I don't know. So then the the banner above the eagle is also altered. Rather than "E pluribus unum," the motto of the United States, it says "45 s un titere," Spanish for "45 is a puppet." Oh my god! So. But why is it a Russian thing? The, because the eagle is like a Russian sign. The eagle looks... It, it's So, but I just think that's one portion That's one it. portion. Yeah, so it's just like one you're in bed with Russia, you're golf all the time, you're a puppet. The, the other talent is holding money. So it's money, golf clubs, now that sh- you're a maybe puppet. Maybe that eagle should hold some money in the real no field. Shit. Um, maybe we should get tattoos of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So apparently the altered seal appears to have come from an online store called One Term Donnie. <laughs> but A no store. One, you have to buy the seal. But no one knows how it ends. No one knows. No one at the conservative turning point group can figure out how it got there. And it was a last minute AV mistake. And we don't know where the breakdown was, but it was just a last minute throw up. That's all it was. That's what a spokesperson for the Turning Point USA said. We can't figure out who did it yet. I guarantee you whoever the fuck did it went ahead and leaked it because nobody was looking at that shit. Well, here's what I think. I think that I think that the the AV guys are not necessarily connected with Turning Point at the summit. Like the AV guys are working at whatever the venue is, which is probably a college. The venue, the AV guys are probably fucking liberal. The AV, you know what I mean? They're like stoner. They're fucking audio guys. And they went in there and they were like, dude, fucking Trump's coming in, man. Like, (laughs) fuck him, dude. What can we do? I don't know. So let's fucking put up fucking one turn Donnie, dude. dude. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Fuck him. And that was like their way of sticking it to the fucking to Trump and to that fucking group. And I think it's amazing and I love it. And I just it made me it just, you know, warmed the cockles of my heart. Even at Turning Point Universe. Turning Point USA. The turning point is go fuck yourself. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love and appreciate all 14 of you. Mm -hmm. And we want you to know that we do this podcast every week without fail for free because we care about you. We don't want to lose you to funnier, less (laughs) offensive, smarter podcasts. So thank you for sticking with us this far. We see you. And thank you to all the people who have joined the Patreon. That one isn't free, but it's only a dollar per hour long episode and it helps us feed these damn kids. You can choose $1 for one episode a week or $2 for two episodes a week. And when we reach 1,500 people, we're going to offer two podcasts for the price of one. So get going. Yeah. If you don't want to join the Patreon, you can leave us a review on iTunes. We need all the fake reviews we can get. (laughs) Um, Like Styled by Sasha who said, if Julian Brandy had a cult, I'd be number one of the 14. This podcast and their Patreon has pulled me out of the darkest times of my life. Mm. I've upgraded my Patreon to only $2 per episode, two, well, $2 a week, basically, to receive the best content from these two comedic geniuses. Do the same or you're a loser. JK, LOLOL. <laughs> if you listen to the Patreon, you would know that that's two LOLs, which equals shady. This review has gone off the rails, but my love for Julian Brandy is pure. Um, or like, how do you think you say this? A loft? 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 Electric Olive said, I even have their paid content on Patreon. Keep up the good work, ladies. Short and to the point, five stars. <laughs> um, how about one by Ash McP1937? Ash McP. Ash McP1937. A friend of mine introduced me to these hilarious gals. It's now one of my favorites. Thank you, Ash McP. <laughs> okay. Um, how about one by Ricky Davis Johnson? Oh, the, the title is I Love Brandy and Meow Meow. Five stars. <laughs> I love them. 
I've been listening almost since the beginning. I started listening about two months or so after they started this podcast. So I consider myself one of the original 15, not the 14, because of my mild delay. Yes, yes, I know I'm super late to leave a review, but I have found the time to do it now. The premise of the entire podcast is what I needed in my life post-election. I've been on the same educational journey of politics and policies as them. Our shared views and lack of patience for all of the nonsense makes me smile. Their personalities and their friendship have become a valued part of my week. I look forward to getting the notification that a new episode is up. They are my family and my girls. P.S. The Patreon is worth it. I love how everyone hawked the Patreon for us. So That's nice. how you got to do it, hunties. When you leave <laughs> the fake reviews for us, sell the Patreon. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. Like Mary Kay. You know what I mean? Like Mary Kay. Uh, exactly. What do you think you're doing here? Come on. Let's go, people. Let's go. Let's go. We're get in the plate. Let's go. Let's get out <laughs> Dial there. Those do phones. some stuff. Dial the phones. Make penny stocks, mullen socks. Let's go. We're going to do it. Let's go. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. Fuck you, Russia. Mm-hmm. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up. By the way I look Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Let me Play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual... Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Night. Or maybe a bite. Night. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. (laughs) But not the symptom. (laughs) 